everybody to Rodian Radio episode 159 and uh, first and foremost I want to say happy Mother's Day to all you beautiful women out there women of honor women who deserve it and then there's some that don't deserve it but happy Mother's Day with that being said other than that I want to give a shout out to Funk to the Dome out of Santa Ana he blessed us with some shirts you got to see the back it's dope you got to go to uh, my Instagram, go on my story, and I have the front and the back. Make sure you guys follow him. Make sure you guys support him. He blessed me and my whole team with some double X's, and I'm supporting mine tonight. I uh, kept my word. Uh, with that being said, uh, once again, uh, oh, yeah, I got to give a shout-out to 3, 3D uh, um, Energy Drinks. Um, they blessed me with uh, two cases, so I'm here to promote them and... Uh, uh, thank them for the, you know what this great one is the shiznit like it's really really dope it's like drinking ripple but anyways other than that um once again submit your music many of you when i put up that post the other day about who do you want to see on rodian radio tagged a lot of people uh tagged like and emailed a lot of your music i've already booked some of those people i, I think i booked like five people already just not saying who just yet but uh continue to tag them and on my page on that post and i will get to them personally usually i have somebody that looks into that but i will look into it and i've already booked about five people so with that being said if i have anything else to say i'll say it during the breaks but without further ado please allow me to introduce a very special guest somebody that i would call an influencer uh if you will somebody who is motivating the youth and that is much much needed today in this time in this era for this generation with that being said moses cuevas what's going on what's going on you guys how you doing brother doing pretty good you know what man i'm glad you're here um i watched a couple of your youtube videos a lot of people don't know uh some people do know that you're on youtube you got mad views because of your workouts but before we get into all of that and how your life changed and your passion for this youth the passion for these kids today you know uh, um i want to talk a little bit about you as far as you moses cuevas the person you know like what do you do on an everyday basis other than work out are you the type of guy that uh, uh watches tv when you're home bored or whatever uh, what does moses cuevas do throughout the week that's a really good question um honestly just working on my craft learning 
Uh-huh. I do my best to learn something every day, spend as much time as I can on my kids. Uh-huh. Um, Cause that's very important also. And, um, you know, just taking one day at a time, really, you know, um, it's been the last, the last month or so has been kind of hard because I just lost my dad, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And a few other people actually that are really close to me. So, uh, so lately I've been, you know, I, I, I went to a little slump, but you know, you know, I'm really getting all that. But other than that, just, you know, progressing. Right. You know, working hard on whatever it is I'm doing, you know. You know, and, you know, being a father, you said uh, you're there for your kids. Number one, that is very needed in today's day and age because I grew up with a lot of homies that their dad was never around. Either the dad was in jail or the dad got smoked. Yeah. You know, and um, you said, you know what, you were going through somewhat of a slump. Yeah. You know, I, I, not only do I want to say this to you, but I also want to encourage others watching that many times we have to learn when we're going through those, if you will, those rough seasons, we have to learn to encourage ourselves. Yeah. Because many times we're not going to have that one individual that we usually lean on for motivation or to encourage us or tell us to snap out of it. Many times we have to learn to encourage ourselves. Yeah. Now, whether that's, you know, uh, uh, speaking to yourself in the mirror, whether that's praying, whether that's reading a book, or whether that's hanging around with positive people, you have to learn to pick yourself up and encourage yourself. And I say that to people that might have uh, uh, lost loved ones. For an example, today is Mother's Day. I no longer have my mother. And there are many times that I see something or I might even smell a perfume or hear a song. And for that mm -hmm. moment, it's almost like I go into that slump. But I always wonder like, what would my mother want me to yeah. do? And that's why I find encouragement, right. you know. So uh, uh, rest in peace to your father, you know, because what we need today are good fathers, right. you know. So, but with that being said, you know, uh, we were talking earlier and I asked you if you ever watch TV. A lot of my guests don't watch a lot of TV, but they watch stuff like Netflix, documentaries or whatever. What do you like to watch? Honestly, you hit it on the nail. I, I like documentaries. I like real raw stuff. And if not that, I like stuff that I can learn from. Um, something that's intriguing. Also, I'm a, I'm a little addicted to like ghost adventures, like ghost stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I'm serious. And I don't know why, but it's just something about the spiritual world. It, it, it kind of like fascinates me out. Cause I believe there's, there's something beyond us. If not in this world, you know, when we leave here, at least there's gotta be something else. It can't, this can't just be it in my opinion. Right. Um, but things like that, I would say more of the, like the ghost stuff, kind of. Yeah. I swear too. I know I've been on freaky tales, but uh, like that stuff does intrigue me. So. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm glad you came because you know what? Uh, the night that you came, you came with Cujo. Shout out to Cujo. Yeah, and, and that's how I met you, and uh, it was during the night of freaky tales, and we talked, we booked you for you to come and share your story here because I think your story is very not only important but very much needed in today's generation. Um, but now me, I'll tell you one that I recommend and I recommend it for everybody out there. Watch the son of Sam, the son of Sam. Yeah. Well, now it's called sons of Sam. It's about a guy named David Berkowitz, uh, out of New York in the seventies. He would just randomly go out at night and just smoke people that were sitting in the car. Okay. So like if you were sitting there smoking a joint, drinking a beer or making out with your girl or even getting laid, Ba ba ba. That that's what he did. Well, there was a reporter. 
he ended up passing away. Somebody, I guess, ended up finding his files or whatnot. And they, he believed that there was just more than just one person involved. It just could not have been him. And then he found out that it was actually like, without giving too much away, a satanic group right. that was actually going around killing people and filming it. So, and selling it really? like snuff movies, yeah. you know? So uh, uh, I don't want to talk- That seems kind of, I would not mind checking that out. Sons yeah. of Sam, it, Sons it, it, of it, Sam. Was, it was number one on Netflix yesterday. You know, so check that out. Oh, really, it's on Netflix? On Netflix. Oh, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, check that out. So I recommend it to you guys. Tell me what you guys think. I'm going to share, go a little bit deeper when we talk, um, not, this, not this Friday, but next Friday on Freaky Tales. For sure. You know, uh, but um, but maybe, you know, like I said, if you got some, some paranormal shit that you want to talk about, I could bring you on, yeah, you know. Definitely. But as far as you were saying, the afterlife, the paranormal, the unseen, I do believe that. Yeah. I, I do believe that. You know, so, um, but that's for another podcast and another time. Sure. Uh, but I love documentaries, love watching movies. Are you a sports guy? I am. I L- am. Like, what, what is your favorite sport, if any? Oh, man, that's a real, it's either football or basketball. I like MMA too. Um, I'm a big Steelers fan, Lakers fan. Um, I do like martial arts too. So, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Any sport, all sports, you know, especially. Even tennis, man. Like I like watch uh, Serena Williams. You know, like I don't know. Like I'm I'm open to all sports, but mainly I was I would say b- basketball, football, boxing, martial arts, things like that. Did you see? Okay, I have to bring this up, and you guys can Google it. Okay, one of the Williams sisters, the younger one. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I don't know her I name. Either V. No, it I think is, Serena might be the young. Yeah. Okay, it is. Did you see that? She, what she did to herself? I didn't. Okay, do we, when we go to break, guys, Google it. She bleached her skin. Nah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like she looks, she looks pretty wild, bro. I'm not I gonna diss her. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, I, I, it's all over social media now. Uh, you can Google it. She kind of looks like that Sammy Sosa dude. Sammy Sosa, he was dark, but now he's white. Kind of like Michael Jackson. There you go. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, the yeah, bleaching the skin. Crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know what's funny? Cause you got white people that that go to those tanning salons that want to get dark, and then you got black people that want to get white. So yeah, yeah. I know exactly. What you're and we're right in the middle, yeah. so we're good. I'm proud of my skin. <laughs> all, good. all good, man. But you're the first guy that that's actually claimed that they like tennis. Yeah. Okay. Handball. It's a little similar. I'm sure you know the game of okay. handball. Yeah. That's probably what, you know. My dad, he was a. Uh, he liked playing racquetball, but also at one point in time, I worked at a, a tennis facility, and uh, it, it's an, I, I like it because you're moving around, and I like all. I'm a I'm in sports. I play sports. I've had played, and uh, you know, uh-huh. so okay. Uh, um, you know, it's funny you say handball. Here's what that reminded me of, and most dudes that are watching would uh, would know. There's a song in the movie Zoot Suit mm-hmm. with Ever James Olmos. It's called Handball. Handball. It's it's a bad yeah. jam, man. It's an oldie. It's an oldie, man. Yeah. It's a it's a bad jam. So you guys look it up. I mean, it's it's like that zoot suit yeah. style. The, the way they would dance to it. Nice. It's called handball. That's a dope dope soundtrack. Now let me ask you this: Do you like those kind of movies, man? Do you like American Me? Do you like those those kind of movies? Honestly, I do. Uh-huh. Um, you know, some of them may be a little spicy. Like it's not exactly uh, you know correct, but. For the most part, I do, you know, because it shows our our culture, yeah, our lifestyle, especially you know in California. Um, so yeah, I, I I like them; they're cool. 
Yeah. Speaking of that, we're actually I'm working on a movie with uh, his name's Mr. Homicide. It's called A Higher Power, and it's gonna be something similar to that too, like Blood In, Blood Out type of thing. So okay, yeah, that's dope, man. So will this be your acting debut? Uh, it actually was. Oh, really? Was, so you did yeah. it already? Uh, you know, I, I believe I have another scene or two, um, but you know, small parts. But you know, it's acting is definitely different. But yeah. it's it's cool though. You right. Know, well, you know, eventually you could use that platform to uh, you you can use it to do what you want to do with. Eventually, we'll get into what you want to what right. your plans are for the future. Right. You know. But with that being said, uh, you said you mentioned you played uh, a little bit of sports. Like, what sports did you play growing up, man? Now I'm gonna be honest. When I said that, um, I I played sports, but it was on the streets. Right. Right. Like, like football. You know, we play on the concrete. Right. Or um, playing, you know, basketball till it's dark out, you know, things like that. As far as like being in any leagues or playing in school, I never did. To be honest with you, uh, I, I dropped out in seventh grade. I was on the streets already like at 12 years old, you know, but I've always loved playing, you know, even if it's in the backyard or something, you know, right. that's my type of sports. So. Right. You know, let's talk about that really quick. Uh, well, well, you grew up and you're from Anaheim, California. Yes, sir. Okay. And w what elementary school did you attend out there? I went to uh, Hanson, um, and then in middle school I went to um, Orangeview. I dropped out. I, I, you know, took off, started running muck in seventh grade. But I also went to to Fetty Killingsworth, and that's in Hawaiian Gardens. I also grew up in the southeast of LA. Okay. Now, yeah. now let me ask you this: What was it about seventh grade, man, that you get to uh, middle school? We call it junior high school. You get to middle school, and then all of a sudden. You just start running the streets. What do you think it was, man? Was it just leaving elementary? Now you're in middle school and you have a little bit more freedom that you're just like, fuck it, I'll just ditch and start doing whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Because I know that's what it was for me. Right. You know, uh, growing up here in, you know, in, in Wilmington, I graduated in sixth grade. Right. Back then we graduated sixth grade and in uh, middle school or junior high school would be seventh, eighth, and ninth. Right. As soon as I got to seventh grade, I was the yeah. fucking worst, bro. So you too then? Yes. Yeah. It was something about that. I started breaking into homes, yeah. ditching, yeah. Uh, uh, stealing fucking change from cars just so I can go play Donkey Kong as Pac-Man and all this bullshit, you know, yeah. and at the liquor store, that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, what was it about seventh grade? I don't, that's a really good question. Um, it's similar kind of to you, you know, I mean, that freedom in a way. At that time, I was with my brother from Compton. Shout out to my brother. I love you. Um, but, you know, I ended up going a different direction. And I was seeking, I think, love and attention. And eventually, you know, I met the homeboys and stuff. And uh, at that time, that's where I, where I found it. I feel, you know, for right. me. But you said love and attention. Do you think, and the reason why I kind of want to dig here is because I do think that if, the youth is listening, or maybe a parent wants their son to hear this message. Um, you say you were looking for love and attention, and I can actually say that at that age, I was too. But here's the crazy part. I had it at home. Mm -hmm. I had it at home, but I would call them my family. Right. Yeah. Even to the point where you would say, I would die for my hood. Yeah. This is my this is my family. Yeah. Knowing that I had it at home. Did, did you have it at home? I did. 
you know, my brother, he did what he can. He he adopted me because I, I grew up in the system in foster homes and group homes. Um, he he did what he can, you know. But for me, I can speak for myself. I, I guess it, I don't know if it wasn't enough or I just, you know, at that at that age, I don't know what I was really thinking. Uh, mixed emotions, uh -huh. you know. Um, but he did what he can, and I I just I wanted to pretty much do my own thing and I know for at point in time he's like man there's only so much I can do so you know I ended up leaving leaving the nest I guess right. you could say you know yeah um you know and living that lifestyle at such a young age you know and I know many parents could understand if they're going through this um the, not only are we hurting ourselves but we're also hurting our family yeah we're talking we're also hurting our family and I and I can speak on that now because uh, many times when in conversation, when I speak of my mother or my mother comes up, I always want to cry. I always want to break down and I'll tell you why. Cause I did so much bullshit, mm -hmm. so much that, and my mom always loved me. She always forgave me. She was always there for me. And I continued, I continued, I continued. And now she's no longer here and I have to live with that, right. for you. you know, um, did you ever, uh, uh, if you will, go to juvenile hall, CYA? You know? I, I did actually. Uh, shoot, as a matter of fact, I believe 11, 12, my, I went to juvenile hall for my first time. And that was like for like tagging on a wall. But from there on, you know, I started game banging at 12 years old. I got jumped in when I was 13. and uh, But from there on out, yeah, I was in and out juvenile hall, camps, uh, you know, doing the utmost, you know robbing home invasions right violent things you know right things of that nature you know yeah uh, I, you know it, i'm sure you can relate you know as a as a young you know chicano or you know however you want like that's that's what it is you know and some t it's also the environment whatever your your peers too whoever you're around with you know and uh but that's that's definitely what i was chose but also i grew up with it though too with all my family because we're all you know Right. Gang members, whatever, however you want to put it, that's just what it is. It runs through the blood, you know. Um, history. I mean, am I proud of some of the things I did? No, but you know, I'm not ashamed of it. I am who I am today, and you know, I feel like God made me this way, so I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, so, so kind of. I don't. I don't know if that answers your question, but no, I, I guess. So, is it safe to say that the the experiences that you've had throughout your life has shaped and molded you now, where now, if you will, before we get into it, you're more on the positive where you want to help the youth not go that route? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I, I still talk to the homies, and, and if they're younger, you know, I just try to give them good advice, advice that I didn't get when I was younger. You know, I try to be that big brother, if not like a father figure. I'm not taking that role, but they do look at me like that at times. And, you know, I do my best to, to lead them in the right direction. Whether they're in the in the mix or not, you know, I'm not gonna judge. You know, it's yeah. cool. I love you though, man. You know, if it's a little homeboy or homegirl, it don't matter. You know, um, I feel like that's the least I can do. Yeah. You know, you know uh, I, I'm gonna tell you one thing that really, really hurt me. Hurt me for what I did to my mother one time. I had gotten arrested because I had broken into a to a uh, elementary school just to steal a bunch of shit. We vandalized the place because we were bored on a Saturday. And we just broke in and vandalized the place and, you know, uh, just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. 
Well, we got in trouble, and then we ended up getting we ended up in court. And when the judge asked me, "Did you do this?" I said, "Yeah." And I remember he asked me, "Did you know what you were doing was wrong?" And I said, "Yeah." Right. And, and, and you know why I was really saying that because at that age, not only did I not care, but I was also saying it, and I say this now shamefully to impress the homies that were right next to me. And I was only like 11, 12 years old, yeah. you know, and my mom was right there. Mm. And then when they sentenced me, you know, it, it was a short right. term, you know, I turned around and I looked at her and I said, don't come visit me. Right. I said, don't come visit. I told her in Spanish, yeah. you know? So I go and I'll be honest to you. I'm kind of like happy. Right. Like I, I don't care. So I'm there and I start seeing like my friend and I can still name him. I, I can still see him. Hey, yeah. when the fuck you been? I haven't seen you in school. You haven't been in class, bitch. Where you been? Oh, fuck, here's where you been. Right. I started seeing like a, like 10 of my homies there. Yeah. And uh, so we were chilling, a couple of days pass, and then they just tell me, hey, Alvarez, you got a visitor. Mm. What the fuck? You got a visitor in the chapel. Yeah. I told my mom not to come, so I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I go over there, and she's right there, bro. Mm. And she sees me, just tears in her eyes. And I was just like, yeah. it was the hard, one of the yeah. hardest things for me. So I finally ended up getting released. And I remember she wasn't home when she went to the market and I went in her room and I just started looking. I don't know for what. Right. And then I noticed that she had pictures of me everywhere. I guess she had missed me that much. You know, because yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I don't know how old your kids are, but you wouldn't want, and I'm sure people out there watching, wouldn't want their 11 or 12 year old kid and in, 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 in incarcerated. Right. Because why? Because they're just kids. Yeah. And we don't see that, you know. So with that being said, um, you ended up going to camps and all these other, other, I guess. Yeah. Now, now when you get, when you get out, um, what, what is Moses Cuevas doing? Are you still running the streets? I was. To, uh, to keep it 100, I, all the way up to like, I would say, shoot, um, 18 years old until I have my my kids, but yeah, man. I mean, I'll get out, uh, depending on how how I was feeling, you know, and not really like how it's crazy how you say you not know, think about how my family felt, but I was thinking about myself and uh, I I grew up in the group homes and foster homes, so I'll I'll get out and go to a group home, um, from my from from 11, 12 all until I was 18, and uh, I would run away from the group home, I hit the streets again, go with the homies, you know. You know, go run amok, do the most, man. And uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm fortunate and I'm very grateful that, you know, I didn't, I'm here today, yeah. man, for real. So, yeah. Um, you know, now let me say this. Many of us, me, you, and I'm, sp I'm speaking also to people that are watching. Many of us have done so much dirt that we should have been taken out a long time ago. Yeah. But I like to say it this way, that it's only through God's grace and mercy that we are still here, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, look, I'm 53 years old and, you know, I'm here sitting with you. You were born in a different city, but now we have been brought here together so that we could talk about it, encourage and motivate, you know, the youth that that's not the path to go. I agree. You know, and, and, and that's a good thing that you're here and to share your story, because there's a lot more that you could be sharing and we'll get into. But now, let, let me say this, and we'll kind of just briefly touch on it before we dive really into it on the next half. Um, 
If I'm correct, you ended up going to prison. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to talk about just yet if you care to share why, but um, you ended up going. And uh, if you don't mind me asking, and you don't, you don't have to. How, how long would you say you were in there? Uh, I signed a. I went to prison for uh, stabbing an individual. I almost killed him. He told on me. Um, I did my time. How much I I signed a, a guilty plea deal for four and a half. I was looking at like. It's my first thing as a offense as an adult. Um, they could have pretty sure slapped me with some more time, but uh, I did about three, three years. Okay, yeah. and, and how old were you at this time? Shoot, I was like, boy, like 19 years old. 19 yeah. years old, wow, 19 years old. And at that time, uh, oh, who were you staying with at that time? Uh, the mother of my children uh, and my kids. Shout out to my kids, Malaya Angel and my daughter, Maya. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, how old is your oldest, if you don't mind me asking? Shoot, she's gonna, she's nine. She's gonna be ten. Okay, she's gonna be ten. Yeah. And and you have uh, th three girls, if I'm correct. Or I got, I got uh, two girls and a son. Okay, two girls and a son. No, ten. One more year, she'll be eleven. Okay. And let, it's let, crazy. yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> they, they, time flies, you guys. Cherish every moment. Time flies. You, you know, I I will say this, and for those that are in their 20s and watching me being my age that i am that i would have to say the 20s were the years that went by the quickest mm. like the the quickest yeah you know and i've always told my son you know what cherish your time make good use of your time because there's one thing that you will never ever get back and that's time i agree you'll never ever get you know uh, um get back now when we come back but you know, I want to talk a little bit more about what you said about your prison term. Yeah. But there was a couple of questions you wanted to ask me. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of want to get to know you, too. Um, Like, what made you, you know, start doing this whole po podcasting? I mean, what, if you don't mind me asking you, I'm kind of curious. Oh, no, no, I, I, I don't mind. And hopefully I can encourage you to start up your own podcast to, to dedicate to the youth and what you do. Um, my thing was this, that I, I was out of the music business for a long time. And uh, I did an interview with a guy named Soren Baker. And he asked me, he said, how long were you out of the music business? And I said, about 15 years. Yeah. And he said, why did you Why did you leave? Why did you, when you were, your roots go back to NWA back in the 80s doing the mixtapes in the early 90s with DJ Quick and a couple of other people. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, you were well connected. What made you ended up just walking right. away? Right. And I said, because I didn't love music anymore. Mm -hmm. that, that's why it was easy. Right. So I chose to raise my kids to be inst instrumental in their lives, you know, because one thing I will say this, um, I think anybody can be a dad, but n not just anybody can be a father. I agree. I think it's important that we father our children. It's very, very important that we father our children. I just don't want to be called dad. I want my kids to be able to say, my dad taught me this, my dad took me here, my dad there, right. my dad raised me, my dad taught me right from wrong. You know, I might have done a wrong all on my own, mm -hmm. but my dad taught me right. You know, one thing, if there's anything, I know I'm a good father. Right. Okay. So with that being said, that's why I just don't say happy Father's Day just to anybody. Mm. I just don't say happy Mother's Day just to any woman. Right. You know, and I think you kind of know what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So the struggle is real, man. Yeah. So I would say about 15 years later, I um, found out that my mentor that I've known since I've been like 11 years old, 
uh, passed away. So, and he was very, very instrumental in West Coast hip hop. Mm. A Japanese vendor by the name of Steve Yano sold at the Rhodium Swamp Meet in the city of Gardena. Okay. Or should I say technically the city of Torrance for my boy Seven. Yeah. Um, but Rhodium was the name of the Swamp the Rhodium Swamp Meet. So um, uh, his wife allowed me to speak at his funeral. So I was thinking to myself, man, how was his name gonna live on? He's not, he's not a black man. He's not a Chicano. He's a Japanese man and his name could get lost easily. Right. So let me make a document, let me document this. So I contacted everybody in the industry that he knew who was a somebody in the industry. Yeah. People that we would call like the godfathers and godmothers and the aunts and uncles of West Coast hip hop. I called them up, I interviewed about 20 people. Out of my own money, okay? Mm -hmm. I just went ahead and did it. I almost went broke, but I did it with my own money. Right. So I went ahead and um, uh, released it and it did well. I was happy with it. My whole thing is now it's documented and it's out there. People know it. With this, I just wanted to start a podcast and I wanted to call it Rhodium Radio after the Swamp Meet. And so that his name could live on through here. Right. This is a platform for independent artists who will possibly never be played on the radio, who will possibly never ever get exposure, who uh, uh, will possibly never ever make it on MTV or BET right. or on Vlad or whatever. We don't have nothing like this for Raza. No. Right. You know, and and so I created this to shine light specifically or specially on our people, you know, yeah. but but it's also open for anyone, right. for just for anyone. And so, uh, but that's why I did it. That's cool, man. I respect that. And thank you. Yeah, you know, man. On behalf of our people. I don't rap or nothing. I write poetry, but that's cool, man. And I respect yeah. that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a 10 minute break. We're going to come right back and then we're going to pick up where we left off with you. Okay. Right, cool. So, okay, you, got, you guys, uh, once again, happy Mother's Days to all you women of honor. And uh, we will definitely be back in 10 minutes. And if you have a young son, maybe he's sitting in the wrong direction, maybe you might want him to sit in on this one. I think it'll encourage him, encourage him, motivate him, and inspire him to, you know, walk that, uh, that good road, if you will. So with that being said, 10 minutes, we'll be back. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Beto, episode 159. And uh, once again, if you have a son that maybe needs to listen to something positive, encouraging, or uh, needs someone to help him, motivate him maybe to stay in school or to, um, you know, we don't want to preach to anyone, but we just want to share personal past experiences and share that uh, usually the, the choices that we make in life usually are not good ones. And maybe if we can help, them uh, not make those then we've accomplished something through this interview so with that being said moses cuevas you, you're good yes sir yes sir i want to say also thank you for having me on here i really appreciate it for real oh man you know thank you for coming yeah thank you for coming um you know when you told me that what you wanted to share and how you motivate and encourage and how you loved and have the passion for the youth i said to myself you know what that's what we need especially at a time like right now you know, it's funny that you say the youth because I've always said this, that one day when I retire from doing whatever and I'm an old guy, yeah. uh, I want to do two things in my retirement. I still want to work in my retirement, right. just part-time. Uh, just so I know I have some type of responsibility. You know where I want to work? I want to work either at a museum or at a library. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I like that, though, especially with the library. Yes. I like that. It's, it's different and... 
to me, a lot of people don't even do that or choose that, but I like the library idea, definitely. Yeah, and the reason why is because I want to be around the next generation right? and help point them or lead them or educate them, right? you know, in the right direction, yeah. you know, uh, because I know for a fact when I was in school, I truly believe that if I applied myself, I possibly could have been a smart kid, yeah. but but that's the key word right there. I never applied myself, mm -hmm. and I always let my family down. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I want to bring it back a little bit, and um, whoever's listening, I, I I want you to share what happened with that altercation with that one individual that ended up getting you incarcerated. Um. Well, well, that night, um, you know, there there was some some word exchange and stuff, you know. We we went to the cut. If you guys wanna know what the cut is, it's like the alley, corner, whatever, you know. And um, we started, you know, handling business. And I remember at one point in time, I still remember to this day that uh, we're boxing, whatever, and, uh, and I could talk about this because I already did my time and, you know, it's done and over with. But anyways, we, you know, we're doing our thing, we're, we're squabbling, whatever, and I, and I remember, um, I had a piece, a little piece on me, little, you know, uh, pocket knife, shank, wherever you want, and um, I pulled it out and I started, you know, I stabbed him or I plugged him a few times, you know? And people ask me, well, why'd you stab him, especially in a, in a fight? Well, the way I grew up, um, I was taught, like, if you run into an, an enemy, and I've been through experiences and, and situations where um, you're trying to kill the enemy, that's, the mindset when I was younger, you know, especially when I was out there on the streets to keep it 100 and um, yeah, you, you can fight and all that, but you think if my enemy, if they have a gun, they're gonna want, they're gonna put the gun down and, and wanna fight me. No, they're gonna shoot, they wanna, they're gonna wanna kill me. Yeah. I got some on some real shit, like, but, so my mind, at the, I remember at that moment is, I wanted just to, to defeat, destroy my enemy, you know, and um, I remember at one point in time that he 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 was walking away and uh, I even thought a split second in my head like um, he was telling me you're tripping you you know whatever he was holding his chest or his stomach and um, I even thought like I'm gonna run him back on him and get him a few more times you know those thoughts did cross my mind but I'm glad I didn't because I, I he probably would have passed away you know um, and my you know things happen I'm I'm glad he's alive to keep it real, you know, otherwise I probably would not be here and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. I also got kids and I probably wouldn't be in my kids' life. You live and you learn, you know, and uh, that's what pretty much happened that night. Yeah, that, that was the mentality you had at that time. Yeah. You know, at, at that age. I was a little older, Tony, but, you know, we're from the hood, like the body and you know, sometimes, I'm sure you're older, but you still got a little, to me, you'll always have that little bit in it. For me, um, yeah, we, we could do right, we got a family, Doing, doing rights to society and all that, but to me, it's in the blood, you know? I'm, you know, it is what it is, but at the same time, I'm doing my best to do right, you know? Right, right. No, that's... that's. I'm uh, just being honest, you know? Well, I'm glad that he lived, and I'm glad that you're here. And um, so, obviously, he called the cops. Yeah. And um, you get arrested, mm -hmm. you go to court, you get sentenced, mm -hmm. okay? Um, now, would you say that in there, is that when your life began to change or was it when you got out? I would say both, to be honest. And you know what? I, don't, I haven't really shared this with anybody, but it became surreal and real. Like, it made me like, what the, f what the fuck? When I hit the county jail that night 
And uh, I had someone tell me in the holding cell, in the holding tank, um, one of the, some some fools like, um, he's like, man, what are you in here for? I told him I, I stabbed some dude. He's like, is he alive? And I looked at him when he said that. I'm like, damn, I don't even know if he's alive or not. At that moment, I didn't even know. So that kind of hit me right there. Like, damn, this, I could be in here for, for a very long time, if not the rest of my life. So that that right there was a, a definitely like a damn, you know? Yeah. What can we do, you know? Yeah. 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 What, what, what's one thing that, and once again, because we're here to, to uh, for you to share your story and for you to educate the next generation, uh, what's one thing, if anything, that you've learned being incarcerated? Um, you know, did you educate yourself? Did you, what was one thing that you, you learned from there? I did. Um, I will say it is a waste of time. But it is if you want to be. And I don't know if that makes any sense because I did my best in there. Because where I was at the time, um, they didn't really have, uh, as far as like educational stuff, they didn't really have like things to teach you. So what I did for me is I, I went, went out there and got it as far as like reading, um, studying. Like for, I, I, didn't, I tried to obtain my GED, I wasn't able to because the teacher was like, she wasn't on it at that time to get my GED. But like things like that, you know, in reading, I read a lot to, you know, mentally prepare myself, not be more advanced and learn, 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 you know. Uh, I might as well make the the time worth it. I'm do something with myself, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, um, what was, uh, when you were released, um, what was one of the first things you did? Obviously you, you got out, you said, I'm gonna go get some tacos, yeah. visit friends. What did you do when you got out? Um, I was with my kids, my, the mother of my kids. Shout out to her. Happy Mother's Day, too, if you're watching or not. Um, she picked me up. I was with the kids, my kids. Uh, honestly, uh, getting something to eat, man, some some real food. And she made me, I, it was enchiladas or tacos or something. She made me a homemade plate, though, you know. So, you know, it was it was the, it, we had a little apartment at the time. And, um, you know, it, it was just a, a great feeling to be home with the family and, you know, enjoying food with the, the kids. And it's, man, it's the things we take for granted sometimes, you know. Now, now I, I'm going to ask you somewhat of a weird question. And somebody that's been incarcerated probably won't understand it, why I'm asking this, but I'm going to ask. Did it feel weird being out? It did. And I'm going I'm to be honest and keep it real, like, you know, some of the things I, I, I seen and, and I did in there, because in there you got to either be a sheep or, or a wolf. And and that's just a part of survival, just like the streets. And right. I was a wolf. You know, we got, you know, when it's time to handle business, it's just a part of you want to, like, it's either you're going to get it or you're going to get God, you know. And uh, um, I had to survive and I did. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean. You know, it's funny you say that because... Uh, and I'm I, not saying this to, to sound hard or nothing like that, but that's what it really was, you know? And, and I told myself, I'm going to make it home, you know? Right. I still got I still got a chance, you know? And um, that's pretty much what it was. You know, I told my son this. He was playing football. I said, either you're going to be a hitter or a hitty. You know? And it's the mentality that you take when you're in there. Either you're going to get punked or you're going to push back. Yeah. You know? So I understand that. The reason why I asked that, in case somebody's listening wondering, Tony, why would you ask something stupid like that? It's not stupid, and I'm gonna say why. I had a homeboy that uh, 
killed someone at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. Just got out after 31 and, uh, and something years. Yeah. Okay, 31 and some change. Yeah. And I saw him. I was the last one to see him go do what he was gonna go do. Mm-hmm. I saw him, you know, and um, uh, we went to his court and, and, and it was hard. It was hard because, you know, that was like our little homie, you know. Right. Went to prison, man, for 31-something years. Yeah. When He just got out not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, when I saw him, I got really, really emotional. I hugged him, told him that I loved him, you know. And um, I asked him, how does it feel? Because he went in when he was 16. He spent 31 years in there, double his life, mm-hmm. you know, of being out here. And here's what he said. Trip me out. I don't know if mentally he prepared or... How he did it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When I said, how does it feel being out, man? He just says, I don't know. I just feel like I never left. Mm-hmm. He came back to the hood. And I said, really? And I said, but everything's changed. I said, he goes, yeah. He said, but I'm married now. And I think maybe that's his wife brought him comfort. Maybe, I don't know, showed him pictures. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't really talk to him much. But he just said, I, I just feel like I never left. And I said, really? And it was funny because when I saw him, and even though he was from our neighborhood, I just saw the the, the little kid, but in a bigger version now, right. you know? And he's still the same, like what, as he was when he went in. Yeah, you know. Can I, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I wanna say something like, and I wanna say this like to, to, the, to the young generation, even if you're older too, my age, if not older, I wanna say personally, fuck prison. Like that, that's, to me, it's like for the birds and like, ain't nothing to be proud about, you know? and. Uh, it is what it is, you know? And I'm gonna say this, if, if you're young and you're out there doing your thing, like there's different ways you can put in work or, or represent where you're from and you don't have to go shoot somebody, stab, sell drugs. You can you can go to school, get a job, and you can still represent where you're from, open up businesses, you know, provide for your, your community and, or represent just your family, take care of your family and still represent where you're from. I just wanna say that, you know, and um, there's, there's many ways you can represent or put in work and it, it don't have to be on some negative bs yes you know i want i want to share that though because I, I feel like especially with social media these days like it's it's it can be poisonous you know to the mind and and to the so-called lifestyle you know and you know there's there's a lot of ways you can do it that's all and um i just want to share that real quick that's, that's i'm glad man because you know there is a lot of people and that glorify going to the penitentiary you know yeah. They glorify it. And my thing is this. Oh, real quick, my bad. And you know, the reason why I brought that up is because at a point in time when I was in there, I would, I would look around and I would see all the homies and stuff, older homies too, and they would tell me, hey, youngster, don't come back to this shit. And I would listen to them. Um, but I would look around and be like, man, this is what it really is. You want to be in the in here for the rest of your life with a, a bunch of other men getting told what to do by CEO or this and that, you know, eat the food, the same shit. Like, I was like, nah, man. I'd rather be out enjoying life with the kids, the families, the friends, the home, you know, but enjoying life, like actually enjoying it, you know, and um, that was kind of also eye opener, like looking at the cells, the, I'm like, man, f- hey, fuck this, you know, and yeah. that for me, that was, I would look around and just think like, man, nah, yeah. And, and I'm glad you're sharing that because yeah. there are people that are almost like proud, like, like going to the penitentiary is a badge of honor, you know, and, and I, I don't get that mentality. I don't judge them, but my thing is this, that you have the youth looking at you. Mm-hmm. Let's not glorify that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, 
we could teach them that they can be something better. Yeah. Educate yourself. Somebody asked me one day, what's gangster to you? Somebody asked me that. And this was from a gangster. Mm -hmm. He said, what is gangster to you? And here's what I said. Intelligence. Interesting. Yeah. It's about educating yourself. So ed educate yourself. And that's one thing that I, I not only preach to my children, but also want to preach to this generation. And that's why I chose to say, you know what? I want to work with kids as, when I retire and walk away from all of this. You know, and I, I met I met grown men in there and, you know, good, solid camaradas, you know. But I'm going to keep it real. Like some of the homies, they're, they're afraid to get out from doing so much time because it's a whole different world out here. And to me, I think a real man, he, you know, you're going to take care of your responsibilities, regardless if you have kids or not or family, you don't. It's hard out here. Don't get me wrong. It's very hard. You know, it's very, I think it's easy to, to, to mess up out here, especially getting out. I know when I first got out, uh, I would get discouraged because I couldn't get a job. You know, I had all that on my record and I would, you know, I would tell the employer like, yeah, I, I just got out of prison, like, but I'm trying to do something myself. And it was, it was discouraging. And I thought to myself like, man, now I see why a lot of us go back. Right. Because it's hard to get a job or, and, um, but nah, man, anything is possible. You just got to keep your head forward and keep pushing no matter what. Right. So. No, no, and you're right. And I'm glad that you're saying that because I know people that got like two or three felonies on their record and cannot get a job. Like they are literally begging agencies. Yeah. And some of them lie. And I was probably one, I was one of them, to keep it real. Yeah. Like, but in my, my philosophy is you go, there's too many jobs or hustles out there. You go out there until you find one. And that's what I did. I'll go door to door, not in a literal sense, but agency to agency or I'll ask, you know, and you just got to keep going. Man. Right. Now, now, but, but now think about this for a second. Look where all of that will get individuals where we have to lower ourselves to agent to an agency. Right. And pretty much just take what they give us. Mm -hmm. That's why all these warehouses are full of raza. And let's be honest, 15 hour days sometimes, six days a week, you have no damn life living in a one bedroom or two bedroom apartment, but you have to go to work for that 12, 13, 14 dollars an hour. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you're not gonna rock the boat because you can't afford to lose that job. Yeah. And I th that's why I think it's important for us to pretty much uh, educate the next generation that this is not the way, you know, yes, to go. Yes, so um, now, and, and you know what, I'm so, I'm so happy for, you know, my friend that he got out and he, he's married and uh, uh, I, if I'm correct, his wife has kids, but he sees them as their own. He goes bike riding and it's almost like when I see him, it's almost like he never even went to jail. Right. I don't know how fast he, he, he adapted to being out here. Right. You know, my, my, my homie who has a business gave him a job. Nice. So he's yeah. doing good, you know, yeah. and that's what we need to do is also help those that have just gotten out yeah. that want the help, yeah. that really need the help yeah. to give them a good start, you know. Yeah. Shout out to him too, man. Your friend, you know, yes. that's doing good, man. Keep up the great work, straight up. Absolutely, man. Uh, maybe one day uh, I would like to bring him in here. I just don't know if he's willing to talk yeah. about that, you know. But uh, with that being said, now you get out and... Um, uh, people have seen your YouTube videos. You're in great shape. You love working out. Uh, let me ask, when did that start? Uh, that, that started while I was visiting my mom in New Mexico. Um, one day I had a, a Obama phone, a cheap no. little cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I went on YouTube one day and uh, 
I seen the little camera plus sign to upload a video. And uh, I'm like, man, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to try it out just to see what it what it was. And I, I seen that you can upload a video. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do a few pull-ups and, you know, um, share some wisdom. Yeah, I was still young at the time, but the whole goal and purpose of it was was just to help someone out, whatever they're going through or um, possibly their situation they may be in at that time. So that's pretty much how it started. And uh, there's been a, there's been a few times where I man like f YouTube. I wanted to like leave it alone because I do like my privacy. Because once you start getting that platform, you're you're putting yourself out there. And I do have a family and kids, and I do like to like keep my stuff private, you know. But I'm glad I stuck with it, you know, and um, I'm doing things today that I never thought I'd be doing, man. So it's been a blessing all around. Now, straight up, when you started working out, uh, when you first started, were you fit enough to do the things that you wanted to do, or did it take a while? I, I was fit. I was good to go. Because again, it goes back to my childhood days, you know, running around the apartments on the streets, you know. So I've always loved to run. Like I've had some type of like endurance or some type of. Uh, athleticism you know i was i was fortunate to be blessed with that um who knows if i would have stuck with sports instead of you know going the other direction i could possibly be in, be in the pros i don't know who knows but uh i've always you know was involved in activities as far as like sports or something so that's always kind of helped me stay somewhat in shape right uh juvenile hall i was still i was working out and i also learned that um from from my dad and Rest in peace. You know, he taught me a few things too. So, because he was in prison, he's also a gang member. He was in prison. But, you know, our, our times when we bond, it would be working out or playing handball. That was our bonding. And uh, shout out to him, man. I love you, Dad. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. I thank him for that too, man. Very grateful. So, so you shared your father was not only affiliated, if you will, uh, in the gang, also went to prison. Mm -hmm. And then it almost seemed like, in a sense, you followed his steps. Yeah. The good thing that you're doing is that you're breaking that cycle so it doesn't go over into your children. Yeah. You know, because I know you know that you wouldn't be able to sleep knowing one of your children was being. Uh, nah. Nah. You know, man. see, and that's one thing we have to we have to think, and I want our visitors, to, uh, our, our our viewers, to look at that. None of us want, and and there may be. A, a viewer right now that may have a son or may have a daughter right. incarcerated. And it's not a good thing, man. No, I didn't. I agree. You know, so. I take care of our kids, man, and break the cycle, you know? Yes, exactly. The break the cycle. You know, uh, this one man told me this years ago, and he said, um, he saw me with my children, and he said, uh, take care of your children. This is an older white man at, at a mall. My, all my kids were small. Take care of your children. And I was just kind of wondering, like, why would he say that? Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, I, you know, I took heed to his words. And uh, he said, take care of your children. And here's what he said, because if you don't, he said, the world will take care of them. Mm. Yeah. And that one, that he don't want to yeah. like, wow. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. You know, so That's I share that to you guys. Take care of your children. If not, the world will. Straight up. You know, and, and you know, the, nobody wants to attend their kid's funeral. You know, nobody does, you know, because look, I'm going to keep it 100. If I ever lost any of my kids, I don't want to live anymore, man. Yeah. I, I'm just being real with yeah. you. And I know I'm speaking to a lot of parents right now as well. If I ever lost any of my children, I wouldn't want to live anymore. Yeah. You know, for me, it'll be a wrap, yeah. you know, so, but 
um, let me just change that up. And so when you started working out, um, th did it come easy for you? Like pull-ups, crunches, sit-ups, push-ups? Um, it didn't. Now with the pull-ups, man, and my dad's the one that introduced me to the pull-ups. Uh, everything else, yeah, I was good. I've always been a runner. I, I can run a good little distance. I was, you know, I've always, been, I was a skinny kid. And, um, but as far as like pull-ups and weights, I had to kind of learn on my own. That took time to learn, you know, but, uh, it takes time. Now everything comes in one day and one night and a lot of people get discouraged because they want results like that. But it, a lot of things in life, it takes time. You gotta just be patient, be humble. You know, it's, a, it's a definitely a process. And I think, you know. I, I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna trip you out right now. Okay. I, I've been working out now for a couple of years, okay? I'll say what, how many years now, Brian? Maybe four, five? Okay, five years. I would say that when I started taking the right protein, Mm. Pure whey isolate protein. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again for those of you that work out or want to work out. Pure whey isolate protein. That's what I take. I get it from this one place called EatWise in the city of Carson right next to my gym. Now, the reason why I share that is because for the first year that I was working out, I didn't join no gym. You know what I did? I just, uh, at home, I tried to do pull-ups. I couldn't do them. Uh, I, I did sit-ups, crunches, dips, you know, calisthenics yeah. at home. I went from weighing... I would just say an unhealthy 205 mm -hmm. to uh, like a 185 and I was shredded nice. like six pack and everything shredded. Then my homie tells me now it's time to join the gym. The reason why I didn't join the gym from the get go, cause he said, if you, you don't know what you're doing, cause I didn't, mm -hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to give up. You're going to get discouraged because mm -hmm. you're going to go to a machine and you, you don't, you know, yeah. you're going to be doing this and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. He was right. Yeah. He was right. So, I built up a routine and that's what I encourage. And I'm sure you build up a routine if you want to join a gym. Mm -hmm. When you build up that hunger and that passion and that drive to really want to better yourself, mm -hmm. the only competition you should have is the man in the mirror. Okay. I agree with that a thousand percent. You, the biggest opponent, your biggest opponent is yourself. Yes. No one else. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You just worry about yourself and what you can do better and your weaknesses. And I, I agree with that, man. Yeah. And, and so I joined the gym started killing it i met my trainer my boy keith uh, uh they used to call him yellow eyes from compton one of the original uh pyro street bloods mm -hmm. older cat now uh, uh he's a born again christian now now they call him uh they used to call him ice he's writing a book called from ice to christ nice. and and uh um he's the one that trained nelly he trained carmelo anthony he's bodyguard for many many artists and he, I, I met him when I was about 22 years old. And from there, he began to train me. He said, do you need a trainer? And I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, because I can see you don't know what you're doing. I go, you're right. Mm -hmm. I told him that. He said, that's a good start. Work around my schedule and I'll train you. Right. So we did uh, one body part a day. So like Mondays would be chest, Tuesdays would be back, Wednesdays would be arms, Thursdays would be shoulders, Fridays would be legs. Rest those two days, always take good protein. Yeah. I could not hit pull-ups. Okay, <laughs> I could not hit pull-ups yeah. until I started taking the right damn protein. Now that's one of my favorite shit, bro. Yeah. I go all the way, hang, Fine. pick yourself all the way yeah. up. Yeah, pick yourself. Now, I encourage people to to because once you catch the bug, bro, it's it's addicting, yeah. bro. It's addicting. So now, is it addicting to you? It is. It's actually my therapy. Uh, I love that you asked that. Um, it helps me. Not only psychologically, but spiritually, and then of course our body, you know. And um, it, it just working out and exercising in general, it 
it's it, it helps me in so many different ways and I encourage it for anybody um it don't matter if you're 300 400 pounds or 120 like exercise man you could start off just by taking little walks you know you, you start off somewhere start off slowly you know it, it takes time just be patient and don't definitely don't just get discouraged you know just stay positive but um yeah um I, I definitely need it it helps me like so many ways man otherwise I don't I don't know, besides praying or meditating or, you know, being with the kids, I don't, I don't know what I would do, you know. I don't do drugs and none of that. Right. You know, so, but that right there is, I guess you could say, like a, an addiction for me is working out, exercising, you know. Yeah, big so. time for me as well. You know, uh, that's one thing that I truly, truly love is uh, working out, uh, um, eating healthy, which we'll get into, you know, when we come back. But I really, really do like, uh, love working out. I used to love to go into the sauna. Or the steam room, mm -hmm. you know. You want to lose weight, stretch out in the steam room, especially after your workout. I encourage people, uh, people usually hit the treadmill or the elliptical before they start working out. Do it after. You'll burn more calories after your workout. It's the hardest time, but you'll burn more calories after. My workout, I probably burn about a 1,000 calories every workout. Nice. You know, and, and I encourage people and uh, uh, to work. Let me tell you something, because once you catch it, man, and then you take off your shirt, you know, man, and everything yeah. looks good. Yeah. You know, one thing you don't want is some man tits. Nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not sexy, you know. Especially for the ladies, man. Yeah, it, it's, yeah especially especially if your tits are bigger than your girls. Man. You, you don't want that, that, you know. I know some guys like, fuck that, it's pansa right here. Yeah. Once I get rid of the pansa, you don't have a chance, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and a lot of you ladies, I see a lot of you ladies on social media working out, inspiring and encouraging others. That's dope. I, oh, yeah. uh, um, I I think, you know what, when I go to the gym, I see the ladies working harder than some of the dudes. I agree. I was about to say that, man. Some of the women, man, they be, they be working harder than some of us men. I'm just saying. I see it just from their actions, how they, you know, handle their business. I agree. Yeah, and I wonder why that is. I don't know, man. You, you know what it is? I'm going to tell you something. One day, my son asked me, you know, because I was working and I was getting out of work. I was, I was at, being, had, to, had to have been at work at 3 o'clock in the morning to clock in. Yeah. I got out at 11.30 and I was at the gym at 12 on some pre-workout, ready to kill it. And I was out working out my son. Yeah. So he asked me, how do you do it? And here's what I told him. And, and I want to share this with everyone. I said, you have to have the one-two. And I'm, I'm gonna add on to that when you're done. You have yeah. to have the want to. You can't learn it, can't nobody give it to you. You have to have the want to. So go for I it. I agree. Um, adding on to, to Tony, man, I, I agree a thousand percent. Uh, it's like, what I feel is uh, dedication. Cause quick example, I, I would get off of work, especially when I got out of prison, wherever, um, a 10 to 12 hour shift, working construction, uh, landscaping. Um, I would be tired, like so tired, like just from out there in the sun and doing general labor, you know? And uh, I knew though I had to work out and it, and it was like, what, 10, 11 at night already? You know, I had to spend time with the kids or whatever, but that's when the dedication or like you said, you gotta want to, you gotta, and trust me, the, the reward is very, it's, it's, it's worth it, man. You gotta be dedicated and just, you know what I would do for me? I would, I would force myself, I would, I would talk, Honestly, I'll talk shit to myself like Moses. You're gonna get up and do it. Like, I'll be so tired. I remember, and um, and it would help. You know, that's what would help me. So you gotta find out what helps you. 
you know, to to get your butt up, you know, from the couch or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, look, you, you, you can go to the gym parking lot and sit there and contemplate whether you're going to go in or not. Or you can take off and go to McDonald's and get some quarter pounders with, with Big Mac sauce. You're only cheating yourself. You're only cheating yourself. So you only have one body, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to live in it. You know what I'm saying? The last thing you want is to be 70 years old in some rocking chair with a fat ass cat sitting on your lap saying, and you're thinking to yourself, I should have huh? just done it. Right. You don't right. want to live with that damn regret. So me, when I go in, I go in and I kill Shoot shit. It. Not to show off, but to myself. Yeah. Like I can do it. You know, I'm thankful, you know, with, with, with a spot, you know, I can still hit two plates on a flat bitch. Yeah. I can still do that. I work out with 185, a plate and a quarter on each side. Yeah. Uh, I like doing, you know, four sets of 10 pull-ups before I, I even start doing my back workouts. You know, uh, the strongest part of my body is my legs. Mm -hmm. uh, on a leg press, pushing up, I could do 10 plates on each side. That's uh, that's my max. I, I start off with four on each side. My next rep will be six on each side and then eight on each side. But that's the, uh, uh, I would say the strongest part of my body. And then I'll say my back next. Take notes, you guys. Take notes. Then my back next. And then I will say my arms third, my shoulders fourth, and my chest. Yeah. Because incline is the hardest for me. Yeah. Incline, no. Because we have incline, then we have flat bench, and then we have decline. Right. I'm strong in decline, flat bench, but that incline, boy. Yeah. I worked a 10-hour shift one day. I went in there and I started work, you know, started uh, yeah. doing some lightweight incline bench. And then what happened was I picked, I got some 90s. Yeah. I kicked those suckers up Boom. and I went like this and my hand just went, I, I almost hit my fucking face with that weight, mm. bro. So I was like, okay, you know what? I gotta know when to stop. Yeah. Cause my eye was twitching, I was sleeping, yeah. I was tired and I just went home. Like, fuck this shit, I'm gonna kill man. myself I end up staying here. Yeah, man, be safe you guys too, man. Definitely be safe. It's not always about how much you can lift or how fast or this and that, just, you know, be safe, Don't be, be smart. Be smart, because injuries is a real thing, and it can affect the rest of your life, if not your career and whatever you maybe do, you know? So yeah, be careful. Yeah. So we're going to do, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come right back. I want to talk a little bit about healthy eating, and then what can people expect from you 2021? Sure. All right, cool. Okay, everybody, once again, call somebody, text somebody, and uh, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Moses Cuevas is in the motherfucking yeah. building, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. And uh, welcome back, everybody, to Rodion Radio, episode 159. And I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. And uh, I am talking to Moses Cuevas. Anaheim is in the building. Anaheim, stand up. Orange County, yeah. Shout out to Orange County, LA, all of California. All good. All good. You know what? I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects. You know what that is? Yeah. Food. Okay. <laughs> okay. One thing I need to tell people not only is working out good, but if you plan not only to build muscle, to, to, to look lean, get cut up, you gotta change your eating habits. You have to change your eating habits. You can't continue to go to McDonald's after a workout. You can't continue to eat a burrito chile verde before the workout, you know? So here's what happened with me when I began to work out and then you can kind of tell me your stories. So you're gonna have two different point of views, okay? Um, me, I was told, stay away from Mexican food. And to me, that was the hardest. Because Mexican food, some of the best Mexican food, is the best food in the world, at least in my opinion, okay? But you can't eat pork. 
and trying to look lean. Maybe you can on a cheat day because I believe you're you're allowed to have whatever you want on a cheat day. But here's what I did. Since I had the one to, I went cold turkey. No more soda, not even no more orange juice, no more coffee. Try to cut out all sugar. Mm. That's just me, but I have good willpower. Right. I can do that. For some people, well, I need my coffee or I have to little by little. I'm just telling you what works for me. Right. Okay. So once again, what worked for me. Uh, no more white noodle. I went from white noodle to wheat noodle. Mm. Okay. I went from white rice to brown rice. Right. Now, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't tell the difference or even uh, um, from um, a white noodle to like vegetable noodle. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. And the reason why I stayed away from white rice is because white rice turns into sugar in your stomach. Right. It's actually bleached from the brown rice. Really? Yes. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it is. So brown rice uh, uh, and then no more white bread. I went to wheat bread if I want to have any kind of bread. So in other words, stay away from everything that's white. That sounds kind of funny, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I want to tell you something, okay, you guys? If you want to lose that beer belly, that panza, that gut, that blubber, Honestly, one of the quickest ways to lose it, stop drinking. That's facts. Facts. Stop drinking. Because all that is is just fucking yeast. And all of a sudden, your ass is going to be this big eating from taco trucks. Okay? Stop drinking. That's one of the hardest things. That's why people haven't been seeing me drink the last couple of uh, shows, the last couple of episodes. Because I'm trying to get that summer body going. Oh, yeah. You know? You know what? It feels good to take off your damn shirt. It does. And not knowing that shit all of a sudden blur. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. I changed all my eating habits. You know, like for an example, in the morning I would make myself an oatmeal. Mm. You know, and, and so many times I probably didn't wouldn't even put no no sugar in it. I would just put like uh fruits. Nice. You know, yeah. either a banana for potassium or some strawberries or whatever, you know. Right. And then for milk. Uh, if I wanted to put any milk or drink any milk, I always drank a lot of, uh, I drink uh, almond milk. Okay. You know, so that's what I, I don't just drink regular, regular milk. Uh, I, I had stopped drinking. Uh, and here is the number one thing, and I believe you'll agree with me. Water has to be your best friend. It is. That That's, hey, that's, that's my philosophy too, is, is the water, man. To me, uh, people want to talk about supplements, this and that, but. In my opinion, water is like the best thing you can use, drink. Uh, our body needs it. And to me, it's very important. It's, it's staying hydrated, but of course, with water. So I'm, yes. I'm with you on that, the water, man. Definitely so. staying hydrated. Man, you end up feeling good. It's almost like you're on this natural high that you your body's hydrated. It's almost like you don't need anything. Like you have endurance. You can keep going. Even at my age, bro, I still have that. Like, fuck yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do a couple of more reps. I'll do this, you yeah. know? And, and I, I love it, man. I, once again, I take the right protein, you know, and uh, like for me, I, um, my metabolism has never stopped. Right. It's, it's still going. And good thing is that my kids have my metabolism. Right. Now, some people take one drop of iodine in the morning and the iodine is to speed up your metabolism. Yeah, is it, that the little drop? Yes. Things? Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it's not going to give you more than what you, it's just going to give you exactly what your body needs. Right. It's one drop of iodine. You put it in a small cup of water and just drink it every morning. 
and it gives what your body needs. Now, the iodine, you know, the, the battery of your body is your thyroid. Okay. The iodine feeds your thyroid so that it can uh, speed up your metabolism. Right. You know, people have wondered, you know what, I can't lose weight many times because our metabolism has slowed down. Right. Thank God that mine hasn't, you know. Yeah. But water not only flushes you out, but keeps you hydrated. You know, you're pretty educated on, on all that, man. You should, <laughs> why not become a trainer or something, man, for real? Maybe one day, maybe that's, one day. That's, that's good stuff. Well, well you, you know, the, the thing is, it's because I, I took time to educate myself. Right. You, you, and I'm going to tell you what inspired and, me. And that type of stuff is worth, you know, investing in, is our health, our, our life. Like, yes. that's, and then to pass it on is like, it's a win-win no matter what. You, so. you, know, you know what? Uh, uh, there was a saying that my boy would always tell me. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Some people say, well, you know, I don't want to buy a pre-workout. It's too expensive. I don't want to buy protein. It's too expensive. But yeah, you'll go blow 10 bucks at a Starbucks coffee every damn morning. Yeah. At the end of the week, you spend over $50, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. So anyways, but it, it, it really, really feels good to be fit you you end up being proud of yourself yeah you know what i'm saying uh I, and always look at it this way and this is key right here do not look at it as a diet D throw that away you have to look at it that it's a lifestyle i agree i agree that that word diet huh it's just mm. yeah because yeah. i'm with you many people starve themselves until they lose the weight okay now i'm gonna be able to go to the wedding and wear this dress and i look good but and then guess what happens? They end up getting it all back. They end up getting all marrana like the way they were before. It has to be a lifestyle. But with that being said, say you eat great six days a week, you're allowed that one cheat day. Yeah. Man, I remember in my mind, I said, I'm not going to have a cheat day for an entire month. Right. At the end of that month, when I, oh my God, I was freaking dying, bro. Yeah. I remember I went to a restaurant and I ordered some damn pancakes a salad, some nachos, and some hot links right. for my damn cheese, and a, and a shake. Yeah, I was just dying because I, I needed that. Yeah. So now I'm just down to one cheat day mm. uh, 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 a week. So tomorrow's my cheat day. What you gonna <laughs> eat? Well, it's not really so much cheat. Every Monday I like eating sushi. I'm a big time sushi oh, guy. Yeah. But I am gonna drink some sake. Yeah, so, sake. Sake, it's, it's, it's a, a rice wine. I'm gonna have to try that one day with you. It, 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 imagine drinking. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it tastes like hot vodka. Really? But it complements the food. So I, I can't eat sake just like let me get a, Long, you know, uh, some sake. No, some I, I have to. With it. I have to have it yeah. with sushi. So uh, I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, one day. sashimi salad. I eat, okay. Look, here's one of my meals. It could be a grilled salmon. Okay, with oh, some yeah, brown rice. Salmon. Yeah. Some grilled asparagus, uh, um, some um, baked um, sliced sweet potatoes, or or uh, some um, steamed vegetables. Right. Or if you don't want the fish, you can have the chicken. Man, some of the some of the most delicious food I ever had was some healthy food, bro. Nice. Uh, you know, for real, I, I agree with that. Same now, here. Same here. No, no, no. I've been talking my ass off. I don't, I'm sure people are probably saying, Tony, shut the fuck up. No, no. <laughs> I shouldn't talk like that. We probably got some youngsters. But uh, uh, did you have to change your eating habits? Yeah. Um, especially, um, I learned more 
and f- actually when I was incarcerated, but um, I kind of when I got out, I I uh, stuck to the because I think in there you only we only eat like two thousand five hundred calories a day or something like that around there. So I I I, I, st- I stood on that because I came out cut up and lean, and um, to me uh depending on your goals because I remember not too long ago actually uh, I was trying to bulk up. Right. You know, so that's a little, that's a different avenue, you know, it, depending on who you are and what your goals are, you know, there's a lot of different ways. But in my opinion, definitely on um, what what you eat is, is key also as, as much as like working out. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Mine and Tony's, Tony's way may not help you or work for you. So like, you know, find out what works out best for you, because our I, in my eyes, like our, our bodies are a little bit different. Majority is probably the same, but we're all built a little differently, and of course your goals or whatever. Uh, but um, definitely what you're eating. For me, it was, it was um, I my favorite diet or lifestyle or the shit I eat is uh, like high protein, um, as far as like fish, um, you know, beans or like rice. I mean, yeah. depending, you know, uh, what else? Uh, just a normal, even like soy, like, but um. And, and then I keep I, like, fruits and vegetables, of course, you know, it's it's almost, you know, they say the more color in your on your plate is a little better, you know, but um, it, it all depends on your goal. I mean, yeah. so depending on what I'm shooting for, because not so long I was trying to bulk up, gain right. more weight and muscle, you know, right. and, um, I was it was a whole different uh, a, a you know? meal plan. Yeah, no, that, that, no, that is that is very, very true, because I've known people that eat like meals five times a day. Yeah. I know people say, some people said, eat small meals throughout the day. Right. But when you're bulking up, I know a lot of guys that were trying to eat like meals five times a day. Cause they, you know, they were burning so much. And always remember, a little bit of carb is good. Like for example, bread is good. Uh, 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 potatoes in the morning is good. A lot of people say, no, no. I The only time I have potatoes in the morning it's when I need something to burn off when I go to the gym. Right. You know, the fuel and energy. Yes. And yeah. It's, it's okay to, to have a good carb so that you can burn off at the gym. Because if not, you're just going to be burning a lot of fucking muscle if you don't uh, use, uh, if you don't eat some good carbs, you know. But uh, once again, water. Uh, sometimes I, I put a little amino acids to change the little flavor of the water and I drink it. It makes the, the water a little bit more flavorful. So that's what I do. And uh, I love working out with my son. I, I don't try to go heavy unless he's there and I know he's gonna spot me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll say, I need a lift off. Yeah. But once I get that shit up, bam, that yeah. shit feels good, bro. Yeah. I'll tell you what's a high for me. When you hit that chest and you feel your chest tight yeah. as hell, Yeah. you know? You know what does that for me is the, the pull-ups and dips. Oh, yeah. I switch it up. I do I do everything, weights, calisthenics, running. I, I, I wanna be all around ready. That, that's always been my goal and philosophy. Um, especially like with, you know, the cardio and wind, you know, um, I, I want to be at a decent level, but I like to be all around ready yeah. as far with the weights too. You know, I love lifting weights also, you know, um, but that's just, you know, whatever, as long as you're doing something, in, in my opinion, as long as you're doing something, it's better than doing nothing, you know, so. Before we change the subject, I want to say this, and I want to encourage and motivate you guys that want to work out, maybe haven't worked out, because I know people have told me, well, before I go to the gym, I want to lose weight. No, that's like saying, yes. I, I need to stop drinking before I go to the AA meetings. You know, no, go to the gym, encourage yourself, motivate yourself, okay? 
Um, there's a lot of people that will probably say, well, you know what? Um, I'm just cool the way I am. I don't need to do this. You need to encourage yourself. You need to motivate yourself. You know, um, with that being said, always remember this. When you go to the gym and let's just say you figured you might have wasted your time. And I'm talking to the person right now who might have gone yesterday or the day before. And maybe they just went around and started fiddling around with some of the machines. And maybe they don't know the way around the gym yet. Right. Always remember that a bad workout is better than a no workout. Yeah, I agree. You already lapped everyone that's sitting on the couch at home. Mm -hmm. Eating potato chips. Eating Come potato on. chips. And that's one of my potatoes is one of my favorite. Like, it's not good for <laughs> you, though, man. But yeah. Hey, exactly. So with that being said, now I know that your goal is to inspire and motivate the next generation. I want to ask you, what was it that gave you that passion for the youth? Before I answer that question, I want to give a quick shout out to Condemn Labs. It's a supplement company. Um, they actually, we have a partnership that like sponsored me. Okay. So I want to say shout out to Condemn Labs. They're based out on the East Coast and they found me because of what I'm doing. And, um, you know, if all of them out that way, they, they, they show me love and they wanted to, you know, the protein, all that pre-workout. So... Shout out to Condemn Labs, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you for just believing in me. So, again, you guys, if I can do it, you guys can do it too, man. There, there's always somebody watching. Just, you know, stay on track. And the hard work does pay off. It does. But um, what was the question again, my bad? The question is, uh, as far as the youth today, because you work or you speak or you motivate the youth. I know you were telling me you went to Florida, you gave a motivational speech. But what was it that lit that fire or that gave you that passion to do what you're doing and encourage and inspire the youth? Honestly, uh, I would have to say, like, myself, when I was younger, and what, what I felt like I was lacking, and I would think about that about my kids, like, I don't want them to feel that way, but starting the YouTube thing, um, getting the responses, there were certain responses I was getting back, um, slowly but surely, like, it, the feedback was crazy, and a lot of people, people can relate from all walks of life. You know, so over time, I just feel like, man, is this what God wants me to do? Because I am a believer in God, you know, and um, like, and I do got my bad days. I do make mistakes. I'm not perfect. So I want to just put that out there also. But, you know, a quick example, there was a, a man, uh, it can be younger, older man, like a, an older man. Uh, you know, he said he seen one of my videos and he was contemplating suicide. He had like a 38 to his head. And he said, I just seen one of your videos, man. And just. I took it off, you know, or, or a young man saying, like, I don't have no dad. I don't have no male figure at home, but I watch your videos, and you're like a big brother, if not like a father figure. So, it's like, things like that, it's like, man, I got to keep this going, you know, and um, why yeah. not, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I want to read something to you that I read on one of the comments when I posted it up. And I'm not going to lie to you. It touched me. It, it really, really touched me. So... I can bear witness to what, what you're saying right now that others have wrote you or the comments that they wrote on your YouTube videos because your YouTube videos are all about working out, encouraging, motivating, okay? But somebody uh, wrote this on one of my comments when I posted the flyer and it said this, so while stationed at Afghanistan, I came across his workouts. Those workouts helped out while out there. I had to buy his merch to show a bit of gratitude. God bless him. In Afghanistan, so you touched someone 
on the other side of the world. You hey, know, you tell me, I told you, like, I ain't gonna lie, that's, you know, that kind of like, kind of hits me a little bit because to me, that's what it's about, you guys. Like, there's too much evil and like bullshit going on. Yeah, we could be part of that, we could be doing stupid shit, but we only got one shot at this in, th in, this, in this lifetime. And um, I've we've been there and done it, like, and I'm just doing my best to to make a change in this world, you know, and then not to sound corny or nothing, but like, to me, that's what it's about. We gotta help each other out, man. No matter what you look like, where you come from. And I don't know, that's just, and, I, and wherever that was, shout out to you. Keep working hard and, and, you know, be safe. God bless you and the family, so. Yeah, you know, for people to, to, to say that, I was in Afghanistan and I saw one of his videos. So obviously you are making an impact and people are, you know, cause it, and your videos got views. It isn't like you got 48 views, three views, two. No, your video got views because you're doing something right, you know, and you're, you're making an impact, especially in this generation. And I like the fact that you're encouraging and motivating the youth to, if you will, uh, walk that, if you will, that straight path, or should yeah. I say, you know, not to waste time like, by your own admission, you said, I went to jail and it was a waste of time. Yeah. You know, that's what we're trying to discourage these kids. Yeah. And you could do something else with your life. You can, uh, uh, you can uh, um, educate yourself. And I think that's part of the, I believe that's part of from what I'm hearing from you, part of the motivation and part of the passion of part, what lit that fire is like, look at, uh, um, I didn't do it, but look at the road where I ended up at. But now I'm gonna pause, I'm, I went from a negative to a positive. So now I want to tell everybody, don't go down that road in a sense. Is that kind of right? No, you're right. And I, I also, I'm going to share this with everybody. If you're in a, in a messed up situation right now, you're in a very dark place. I just want to say like, whether you're man or female, don't give up, stay patient and just take one day at a time, man. Whether it's a drug addiction, alcohol addiction, sex, money don't matter. Like just have hope, have faith, you know, find that, that peace, that inner peace. It's not gonna come in one day, just like working out, or you know. But it's gonna be all right. Trust me. But you gotta fight, though. You gotta fight, no matter what. That's for anybody. And that's you know, for me, what I do, I just take one day at a time, man. And I do my best to stay positive. We're gonna have ups and downs, but fight, just fight. That's you know. Yeah, and and like I said, uh, you have to find that that strength within yourself to encourage yourself. You know, because there's times, even me, sometimes. I pull up to the gym, you know, and I don't want to go in sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you have those bad days yeah. that you don't want to go in. But once you go in there, once you get wor your workout done, yeah. it feels great. It feels great. There's been times, mostly when there's a, a death in the family, that I go through that dark time, you know. But even then, uh, you have to uh, 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 pull yourself together because there's people looking up to you, yeah. like my family, you know, they look up to you and you're the one that's got to drive this ship. You know, you're the one that's got to lead them. So it's important as head of the house, as the husband to, uh, uh, as the man of the home, you got to lead the family, you know, yeah. you got to lead the family. Uh, 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 that's to go along with what you're saying. If somebody is going through a hard time, yeah. you know, uh, I, I've never have had a drug problem yeah. uh, because I've never taken drugs, right. I, uh, thank God. I've never had anxiety attacks. I've never had gone through a depression. Yeah. I thank God for that. So many times when people tell me that they, they go through these things, 
I find it very hard to relate, but I still try to be there and help them and encourage them. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one thing I tell people, never make a major decision while you're going through a storm. I agree. Someone once told me that too, man. And that that's 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 the truth. I, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah you, you, now, now, let me ask you this, because before we went live, I, I began to ask you, what is one thing that Moses wants to do or accomplish or... Uh, if you will, what do you, what do you want to come to fruition in the future? As far as, do you have any ideas? Do you have any goals? Do you have any visions? Well, the most important thing is, is you know, um, continue to, to inspire and motivate to, to anyone and everyone to be there for my kids, you know, make, make my dad happy, rest in peace. Um, God also, cause he gives me life every day. Um, but just to show our people, if not our people, all people, that it don't matter where you come from, your background, how you came up, that anything is possible if you believe, even if you have a bad background, like you, anything is possible, man. You just got to believe in it and put the work and effort in it, you know? But um, I want to open up a gym. If that's not only that, I have a clothing brand also. It's called Eternal Legacy. You guys see um, um, I'm getting paid off YouTube now just by doing something I love to do, which is working out and sharing my experiences, TikTok's pain, like there, you know, um, but the, the most thing, my, my goal as a young man, as a teenager was, I just want to save one life. That's all I want, one life. And uh, I've done surpassed that. And there's like, if not hundreds, thousands of lives that I've touched. So I feel like definitely it's, uh, you got to find your purpose, man. Uh, there's a saying by Nipsey Hussle, uh, rest in peace, it was, uh, if you what do you say something about wasting air if you if you don't find your purpose you're wasting air some something like that you know find your purpose find out what you love to do you know and, and definitely can strive to change if not change the world you know make a change now for yourself or your family in, in the right way you know um i don't know that's just a, a glimpse of what i think and what i feel and what i want to do you yeah. know you, you know it, uh, um uh, I read a quote one time, and, I, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, and I believe I'm quoting it right. And it said, the things that you are passionate about are just not random. They're your calling. Mm. Think about that for a second. The things that you are passionate about are just not random. They're your calling. That's what you're called to do. Right. You know, and, and I believe part of my calling is to shine light on people who normally wouldn't get that shine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Promote them, let them share their story, and from there, let them go. You know, That's all I'm here to do. And uh, you wanna help and inspire and encourage others. And I think that's a beautiful calling. Uh, uh, and I support you and I encourage you to continue to do the same. You know, and it could just be something as simple as working out, which yeah. really isn't that simple. But, you know, because you got some crazy workouts, bro. Yeah. I seen you do them. I'm going to be honest, too. It, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's life in general. It's, it's a hard, it's our journey. We all have our own journey. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's going to be some definitely rough times, hard times. But, you know, with every lesson, there's a blessing. You know, you live and you learn, especially from your mistakes. And you keep going, man. You keep running with it. You know, be a leader, not a follower. That's for everybody. And um, like recently, I just lost my grandpa, my dad, my my daughter. I just had a daughter, Maya. Uh, she was premature. She was uh, born while my dad was dying. 
and they were in the two next hospitals right next to each other. She was in a, a children's hospital. My dad was in the ho uh, hospital right next to each other. Um, and I would walk from seeing my dad, he, he wasn't doing well. I walked to the other hospital while she was, you know, fighting for her life also. Um, I recently just, no one really knows, I, I got in a car accident, Tony. I flipped my truck, you know, and, uh, but I'm here, I'm alive, you know, and, uh, and I lost one of my friends, rest in peace, you know, the homeboy menace. Uh, you know, it is what it is, it's life, you know, but we just gotta keep going, you know, keep your chin up and fight, man, and just have faith, man. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what, it just seems like you've gone through a lot, and, um, you know, not everybody listening may be going through the stuff you're going through. Everybody fights their own battles, you know, and we get it. And with that being said, you know, you just have to pull yourself together and keep it pushing and keep it going. Because you being a, a father to your children, if you don't need them, who will? You know, and even though they may not know everything that you're going through, yeah. but you still got to gather yourself and keep it going, yeah. you know. So now, with that uh, 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 let, let, let me ask you, around how many videos would you say you have on YouTube altogether? Uh, I think I looked, what was it, today, yesterday, uh, maybe around like 300, 200, 300. And about how long ago uh, did, you, did you post your first one? Do you remember? About, I believe like two years ago. Two years ago. Now, did, did the following, did it come immediately? Did it gradually come? It takes time. Yeah. You know, um, also, I believe in networking, you know. As, as, as far as like uh, business strategies or whatever, but not only that, just said uh, build relationships, and and I don't I'm open minded. You gotta be, for me, you gotta be open minded. Whether you're running a business or you know you just want to meet certain people or grow relationships, uh, you gotta be open minded. You can't you you gotta be able to uh, what's a good word? How can you put it? Um, you gotta be uh like again going back to being all around. Like you gotta be versatile. You gotta. You know, in my eyes, you know, and so, and it takes time, you know, I, I've learned, just, you know, be patient, be humble, you know, there's going to be days or times, whether, whatever business you run, is going to be some slumps or whatever, but you know, it, just be patient and, and keep working hard and eventually, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and I think, you know, and, and if it don't work, there's always something else out there, you know. So. Yeah. Now, now, I know your vision is to one day or your goal is to open up a gym. Okay, uh, uh, do you ever plan to uh, possibly train somebody? I do. I, I've trained a, a few people. Um, that's another uh, thing I've thought about taking seriously. Uh, I have a lot, a numerous lot of people, you know, ask me, but um, I'm a one-man show. It's hard. No excuses, but yeah, I've, I've thought about it, you know, and uh, I think if I'm going to do that, I got to be definitely fully dedicated, not only from uh, my clients, but for myself and my family, mm -hmm. you know, but it's, it's definitely something I've considered on uh, taking on very s seriously, you know, but um, it's there. Yeah. You know, you know and, and one thing that I encourage as well, too, that I think not only a part of wor working out and eating healthy and drinking a lot of water is this. One thing that a lot of people don't do when they go to the gym is do cardio. Mm they don't do cardio and that's very very important look i've seen guys out there uh when i've gone like to clubbing or whatever get togethers they get a little liquor in them and they want to fight here's my prediction when i see two guys like that they got about three good punches in them each yeah 
before they start breathing heavy. Yeah. And before you know it, they're... <sighs> yeah. Get your cardio on, especially if you want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know, agree. you know, because a, a, a lot of guys out there, like I said, you know, they, they don't have the cardio. Many of them are overweight. Yeah. They're drunk. You're not going to last, yeah. bro. I agree. You're not going to let cardio is very, very important. My, my philosophy on, on that, as far as like cardio and having wind is the way I think about it. I feel about that is, um, for me, I think about like for quick example, what if one day someone tries to break in the house, he's trying to rob you and your family. You got to fight for your life. What if you get in a situation where you guys are scrambling, you got to fight for your life, you know? So for me, even in, when I was incarcerated too, like I want to do everything in my power to make sure I'm in tip top shape and I brought that also out here, even before I, from learning from the OGs, you know, you want to be ready. In other words, you could be fighting for your life. So you, you, you want to lose your breath. You want to be tired before the next man. That If that makes any sense, that's what I'm saying. So be, be, uh, be ready, man. That's all. I mean, you never know. You might have to fight for your life or not even that. You might maybe hanging off a building, you know, and you get tired or whatever. You might have to run to save somebody. I don't know. Right. You just... The car is important. It, it, it pays it pays to stay fit, you know, to stay, uh, to have that stamina. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. It's important to have, to have a stamina. And, you know, especially for people, and I'm talking about people that still live in the hood, yeah. you know. You never know when somebody's going to try to break into your into your house and they buy on your wife or your kids or whatever, and then you throw three good punches and then your ass is done. Yeah. Nah, that shit ain't going to happen. You yeah. come break into my motherfucking house, guess what? You're not leaving alive, bro, yeah. you know. So I'm gonna strip your ass butt naked yeah. and hang you upside down and you know, you know what I'm saying? And use your ass as a punching bag. That's what I'm gonna do. So and then call the cops and say, you know, that <laughs> anyways. But uh yeah, with that being said, um anything else, man, that you wanna bring up that you wanna talk about, maybe that we didn't that I didn't ask you? Anything. Um anything I just you wanna, wanna promote. Say, well, I just wanna say uh well, I'm Moses Cuevas, whoever, you know, whoever's tuning in barely now, whoever's, you know, it's a pleasure to meet all you guys. Thank you, Tony, too, for having me. But uh, I also want to just say, you know, like, whatever dreams you guys have, whatever race you are, don't matter, upbringing, you know, um, go with it, man. Do what you love to do, you know, um, do what makes you happy. Uh, make sure, don't be stupid, of course, be smart about it. Right. But um, anything's possible, invest learn as much one one of the best things i've learned is is um is le learn as much as you can learn 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 even if because to me i think we all we're all unique in our own way whether you're a homeless person to a millionaire to a, to a, someone that works at the cash register to to someone that works at a amusement park i feel like we all have something to give to this world and uh we're all unique in our own way what is it moses i don't know that's on you to find out what that is you know so uh yeah, man, just enjoy life, man, and uh, do the right thing. And again, we only get one shot at this, and that's it, you know, so. That's right, that's right. You know, uh, how many homies have we've had that um, positive didn't even see 20 years old? For real. A, a lot, yeah. a lot. And and I'm blessed and fortunate to be here. Yeah. With that being said, you said it, and I'm going to pick it back off of what you said. If you're gonna dream, okay, you know, if you have dreams, work till they come to fruition. But if you're gonna have dreams, let me encourage you, dream big. Dream big, honestly, and, and go for it. 
go for it, especially some of you youngsters watching right now. Your parents are there to help you, motivate you, and encourage you. They're there. They love you. Dream big. Let me tell you something. I know parents want to see their kids succeed. So if I'm speaking to you, believe me, your parents love you. Listen to them. Okay? But dream big. Okay? Uh, and that, um, I always tell people, when people ask me, you know, um, how do I find out what gift I have? Like, wh what, what gift? The best answer that I can give, because many people could have one, people could have two, three, mm -hmm. maybe could have multiple gifts. Uh, uh, I knew that I was gifted in, in DJing. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was gifted in producing mu so music all around. Right. You know, I like to believe that I'm gifted in directing because that's what I want to do as well. Really? Uh, I've already directed my first documentary. I'm directing my second documentary, the Chicano Rap documentary. And now I'm going to be- I seen that. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm going to be directing, you know, videos, okay? So with that being said, um, my thing is this. People say, well, how do you, how do I find out what I'm gifted in? The best answer that I can give you is what comes easiest to you. Mm. Honestly, what comes easiest to you? Some people will say, well, it's been playing the guitar. Right. That's maybe one. Keep going and that will open up more doors to maybe something else that you, you'll say, right. okay, you know what? I'm good at this too. I'm gifted. I'm a natural at that. Some people, it's athleticism. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm good at. That's one of my gifts, mm -hmm. you know, and with those gifts, we are supposed to believe it or not bless others with yeah you know i, I like I'm to say this you. i'm with you on that I, I i like to say this moses that um i know that i have been blessed to be a blessing mm -hmm. because one day when i leave this earth and i slip into eternity i'm not taking nothing with me right so why hoard everything to myself right now when I can bless others. So I understand when you say I encourage and I motivate and I, and I help others because you found out the true meaning of it is better to give than to receive because giving in a sense is receiving, mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 I'm not all about, you know, it's, it's all about me. It's, all, it's not about me. Right. It's not about me. And, and when we, uh, if you will grasp that now we, become you know we start becoming blessed you know uh, i'm going to shut up after this but i'm going to share one scripture that i read many years ago and it, this is pretty much like my secret in a sense and i found it in the scriptures and uh, it read for whoever exalts himself he shall be humbled but whoever humbles himself he shall be exalted it is the opposite of the world the world, if you just look on social media, se creen mucho. They build themselves up. I'm all this, I'm all that, I'm all this, I'm all that. And then one day it says, you're going to be humbled because you're lifting yourself up. Okay? Really humble yourself and allow God to lift you up. So that, that's my secret. My secret is I pray, I humble myself, and if I'm going to be blessed, I'm going to let God do it. Man's not going to do it. You know, uh, uh, Tom, why are you so, so happy and so joyful? Because God gave me that joy. The world can't take it away. Mm. God gave me that joy. You know, happiness is temporary, but joy comes from God, bro. Mm. So, 
But that being said, man, I want to say thank you thank for you being too, here, man. Too. You're a blessing. Yeah. You're a blessing. And uh, uh, any shout-outs you want to give, anything else you want to say that people are listening? And um, I just want to give a shout-out to my kids. Uh, Malaya, Angel, Amaya, I love you guys. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, I want to say rest in peace to my dad. I love you. And um, also want to give a shout-out to, to, to Brad, the photographer that uh, had that picture up for the flyer. To Tony for doing what he's doing, Cujo, you know, everybody. And everybody that messes with me, including my enemies. It's all love, man. And you guys take care, man. Thank you for everything, for real. This ain't, this is the beginning. We, we ain't done, though. Me and Tony, we, we got some <laughs> things, you know. And uh, just thank you, though, Tony, for everything. I appreciate you. All good, my brother. Uh, last thing, and this one is the toughest one, and it's a hard pill for me to swallow, but I've had to. In order for me to grow, you said to all my enemies, okay? And this is the toughest one for me. When I read, pray for your enemies. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. It is. It's a tough one. But in order for us to have peace, as hard as it is. Tell them, Tony. Tell them. We have to get on our knees and pray for our enemies. You know, pray for those that spitefully use you. Those that talk about you. Those that slander you. You know what? Never repay uh, evil with evil, but repay evil with good. And then allow God to bless you and he'll see you through. So with that being said, everybody, I'll see you guys here on Wednesday. We have, yes, a double feature. And I want to give a shout out to Alex Cervantes, Cervantes Enterprise for running this ship. Uh, Anthony will be here on Wednesday. Thank God that I have great people on my team, like my son, B. Scandalous, for uh, uh, you know helping me promote this. Everybody who tuned in, everybody who subscribed, everybody who commented, everybody on the live chat, the Rodium Radio Warriors, uh, and all you honorable mothers, stay blessed. May you have many, many years. May your family be blessed. May your children be blessed. And uh, have a blessed night, Moses. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Good night. See you guys Wednesday. Got it.